Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How about that, Slee? So you recovered from Friday? Are you are you back? Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go out and, and meet the people all over again? Do we tell have you another something. one coming up? What is Let it? me tell you something. I don't think I've ever been fresher in my life. <laughs> you feel reborn? Woke up this morning, decided, you know what? Let's get a clean cut this morning. Let's shave the head. Okay. Let's uh, go ahead and shave just in general. Came out here ready to go. LeBron just did his exit interview. I don't know what it is. You know what it could be? Mm. By the way, what's going on with your Zoom? You can't open up the Zoom link? Talk to me here. Taylor can see it right now. I'm looking at my uh, my screen. I got a big white screen (laughs) with nothing going on. And uh, you're you're not going to get to gaze upon my face for the rest of the day. Fudges goes, uh, hey, Trav's having issues with his uh, Zoom link. I'm like, well, just hit the Zoom link. That's That's all you have to do. This is what I did. And a big white page comes up. And it just uh, (laughs) now says site can't be reached. This is super fun. I'm enjoying it a great deal. Might have to might have to get a new uh, address. You can't even see how clean uh, clean. I'm a little bummed out right that now. I don't get to see the the crispy yeah. the crispy mm-hmm. Alan Sliwa. That uh, that's something that I would enjoy seeing. I think. Okay, you tell me if this has something to do with it or not. And I don't want to come off negative here, but I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> what, what I'm going to say. Sure. Season's over. Which season? It was such a bad season. Every freaking night you tuned in for Lakers basketball, it seemed like, you know, obviously I had a chance to lose against any team. We already mm-hmm. know that. There are times you're going to get blown out by 28 or 30. Maybe it's the mere fact that the product of basketball that we had to watch over the last six and a half months is over. No comment from Travis Rogers. Well, it, no, look, it, you, you're in a different place than I am. You had to swim in that pool every single night. Yep, I, I, I realized that this team was a bad team around New Year's, and that it was. I, I didn't think they'd miss the play-in tournament, but when it comes to the Lakers, it is you know kind of championship or at least very close to it or bust, and that sure. was never going to happen with these guys. So I, I came to grips with the fact that the patient wasn't going to make it a long time ago. I had I've already moved through the various stages a little bit ahead of you because you had to go sit bedside and watch this thing all season well, long. You had to watch the patient finally flatline on that last day of the season. This is this is when I knew that the championship run was over. Friday. Friday is when I it dawned on me, even though we were already four days into being mathematically eliminated, <laughs> that's when it landed. that it might not happen this year. That's when it that's when it eventually landed for me. <laughs> are you are you coming to grips with it? Are you feeling okay? Are you ready to move on? Are you in denial? Like it. you're no, accepting? I've, I've, I've accepted it. Okay, at good. This point. Well, good. I, I don't know if I could have told you that Thursday or Friday of last week. <laughs> Maybe not even on Saturday, but today as we sit here on Monday, I am in full acceptance. Well, there's – look, there, there's a lot of – Isn't that uh, the final stage of grief or something? Is. Acceptance is the fi- – there's five yep. stages of grief, and, and acceptance is the final one, Funch. Yes. Uh, Funch mine, is in the mine seat is, today, by the way. Mine is I, – I do it differently. So I, I'm not <laughs> You go straight order. to acceptance? <laughs> yeah, mine is not in order as, uh, as everybody else. By the way, uh, if you remember on Friday – 
Actually, most of last week, we used probably 384 Godfather references. The chances Funches knew what we were talking about. What do you think it was? Yeah, Funch, did you hear uh, any of Slee's Fredo stuff that he was directing at Ireland over the last couple of days? And if you did, did any of it make any sense? No, what did you say? He's a a Fredo? (laughs) A Fredo. He is Fredo. He is Fredo? (laughs) Yeah. There isn't like multiple Fredos. Yeah, it's not like uh, (laughs) – it's almost like a. It's an item. Yeah, it's, it's not like, like a. Well, well, I mean, it's a type of person, right? Well, it is a person. Yeah, right. It, but it, I mean, he's like a snake or something. Wait, what? You trying to call it somebody? Uh, somebody that can't be trusted. Okay, somebody, those, those days are over. Those are well. See, beyond I saw us. the movies. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I, I'm still highly. Awesome. I know you guys be talking stuff behind my back I, I to see if feeling, I actually watched the movie. I have a feeling it was one of those things, Funch, where I believe that the movie played in your home. I yes, believe that it I was. Do. I got the receipt I from Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that it played on your laptop or your TV or however you watch it. I believe that the movie played in the Funches residence. Whether or not you were watching it is the point that's up we don't, We're not sure yet. Yeah, we're not, we're not sure. Or if you watched it, like it went through the whole thing, but did you actually – were you doing something else? Were no, you, did you, not did at you all. Did you decide I, while I the movie was going on? I didn't do anything. I didn't go on my phone. I'd go on a laptop or nothing. I, I was straight watching the movie the whole time. So maybe we judged them wrong. Well, maybe. But perhaps. I can't, you know, but if you ask me, you know, certain parts of the movie, I might have forgotten. I mean, it was so long ago. <laughs> just just may, maybe might have forgotten along the way. Yeah. Not it was a few months ago. You guys asked me to watch place. it, man. It was like maybe, the, you know, before the new year. I, I still like Slee that for Funch, this is like a chore. This is all, you guys made me watch it. You know, I, I it's not going to remember every line of dialogue to that movie you guys it's made me watch a few months ago. It's my favorite. All Lakers season, I never mentioned it to him, but every time I saw him, I was like, I don't know if he saw Godfather. I'm not, I'm not sure if he saw it. Well, it's kind of a, it was a weekend of catharsis. It was a weekend of cleansing and purging and, and, and hopefully a little bit of rebirth on the other side. We can move forward that there are exit interviews going on with the Lakers. They fired Frank Vogel. We'll get to that in a second. But Friday afternoon, between our show and the start of Mason and Ireland, we had the trial of the century. And I thought you put together a pretty compelling case, and yet the jury still came back 2-1 to one in Ireland's favor. You know, i got to be honest. The more John went through the details, maybe I went a little hard to the hoop on John. <laughs> maybe, maybe I, maybe I would, went a little tough on John. This is when you double down. Even if you're wrong, you double down and get more aggressive. That's how this works. You don't, you don't say, you know what? Upon further review, yeah. I may have, I may have overreacted a little bit. What you do is you make it worse. You escalate. You throw gasoline for on me, the smoldering embers. For me, I wanted less facts. I just wanted more fire. I'm like, I don't even need to know what happened. I don't even want to go back and listen to it. I'm just coming full throttle. Hey, Al, you want to? Get a little more detail? No, no, I'm good. I don't need more detail. <laughs> Details are for suckers. I know how I feel. I know how I, he makes me feel. And this, I is went hard to the hoop. It. Hard to the hoop. That was, uh, by the way, that was a really, really cool day on Friday. Our our first day doing yep uh, a broadcast out there. Uh, what a, by the way, what a fantastic location. Great spot. What a great sports bar. And only ten minutes from where I reside, that all that always you is a nice walked. thing. Basically, <laughs> you could have just walked down in, the hill in and my been suit. There. In my suit, I could have walked home in a hundred and fourteen degree weather. A little toasty but, that day, but that was uh, that was really cool. I mean, it, how many different times you know you got somebody coming up and um, hey, listen to the show. I like this, like that. It just I I don't know how else to explain it. It was an awesome vibe. By the time we actually 
you know, merged with Mason and Ireland and everybody was doing their thing. It was a packed house. It Dodgers sure was. were first pitch and you know, it's just it was a really cool it was a really cool Friday afternoon. I think we gave the Dodgers a little bit of good luck because that was the mm-hmm. only game that they actually ended up winning this weekend. So we get we'll take a little credit of that. Though I think they're gonna be okay. But it was and people came out from all over and if you didn't come out a Boo, you need to come out to these events. But I'm hoping, Slee, that we get a chance to do these a little bit more frequently, that there's an, an event here and there, and we can kind of make this a regular part of the Trav and Slee show. Go out and watch a little baseball, maybe have a few burgers, a few beers. There's just There was a lot of very positive things going out there, and people were very excited to see you. If we can get a place within seven minutes of where I'm from, because that You'll one was closer to the- 10 to 12 <laughs> minutes, get some to six to seven minutes away I think would be a fantastic idea. Whatever works best for you. If you need me to drive up to the general Pasadena area, my old stomping grounds, I'm, I'm happy to come up here. I know that we uh, we have a lot of listeners in that part of town. So if that's what it's going to take to get us out yep. there, then let's go do it. I was there's, 100% all in. There's a uh, Macy's close by. Let's go inside of Macy's. Let's do it inside of Macy's. Do it in the bedding department. We could do it like uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We could do it from the, the be- uh, adjacent beds like the old people in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That sounds like a good idea. Why not? Where's right? Al? He's over in the furniture department. <laughs> He's That's, in a lazy yeah. boy. He's posted up over there. He's in the, the furniture department. No, it was great. It, it, was a, it was a really good day. And, look, I've given Bergman nine minutes now practically to come in here and, and just – you know, let everybody know that wasn't out there on Friday or maybe somebody that didn't see it on social media that he decided to challenge me to a, a chugging contest that did not go his way. That was a very easy victory for me. And I just feel like he should come in here and, and own that. Right? I have a feeling you're not going to see or hear from Berg for three and a half weeks. <laughs> I think Berg owned, up, Berg owned up to it on Friday. Just kind of came enough. out the gate. Not good enough. Telling everybody that he couldn't hang, uh, but he'll do it again. And by the way, even if he doesn't, you'll bring it up enough to where he has no choice but to come in and defend <laughs> that's, his. That's what that's what I like to pride. do. I like to remind everybody of all the times that I'm right. I I tend to do it a little less when I'm wrong. Whenever that happens next time, if it happens next time, I'll bring it up a little bit less. I'm trying to think of an example here. Do you remember when we were doing our football picks? Mm-hmm. And you just like by week nine, you're like, no, nah, we're good. We don't even need to talk about those. Yeah, but Trev. I have a little bit of a lead here. No, we're good. People don't like it. They don't want to talk about it anymore. I, was, I, I had lost my interest at that point. They, by, by the, when, I, when I had fallen comfortably into fourth place, my enthusiasm for such things really really starts to wane very quickly. When USC and UCLA were eliminated, you're like, no, why would we keep going? Alan, don't be selfish. Don't be selfish <laughs> right, about talking about exactly. the, the, the bracket. I, I don't even remember who won the bracket. That, that's how little I was paying attention. I, I, was, it, I, was it Lindsay? I think it was Lindsay. I Al, this Lindsay. is a great example where you're being selfish. Yes, exactly. Yes. What about the team? What about our group? What about yes. just, just make sure that everybody's pulling on the same end of the rope, that we all have the same goals in mind? That's how this goes. That's how it goes. All right. So here's what's going on. The Lakers have moved on from Frank Vogel. Is, is it official yet, Al? I know that not Woj official. Tweeted, not official, but yeah. uh, it certainly seems pretty official along the way. Uh, we'll get into that, which direction they go. LeBron was talking this morning in his exit view, and where in the world do the Lakers go from here? ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. That's all coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. What's the tone of that Lakers talk like, Slee? What's the tone of the first postseason? Uh, I don't want to say postseason. That implies playoffs. But the first end-of-season Laker talk. Oh, we got a lot to get into, buddy. I, I think the tone is going to be incredible disappointment. You know how people say, careful, you know, as far as pointing fingers. Hey, don't point the finger. Come on, that's childish. I think my fingers are going to be everywhere tonight. <laughs> Just everywhere. I'm going to point gonna it need, everywhere. You're going to need another arm because you only have <laughs> ten fingers. Uh, you're going to have to take off a shoe or something and start pointing toes at people because there there isn't just one person that's no. to blame no, for no, all of, of this. There, there's it's an octopus, right? You can kind of point a million different directions at the same time. You just point anywhere, and you're probably gonna have somebody that had something to do with one of the worst Lakers seasons ever. And Trav, it's the it's the first day, right? It's the first day right. of the off season. So you 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 look at how things played out this year. They went 33 and 49. They were 11th in the Western. Conference. Hey, they didn't lose 50. Let's have some eye, eye on the prize. They didn't lose 50 games. There just it is. 49. There's the positivity we we're looking for. <laughs> Hey, it's something. It felt like they were going to lose 51. They got hot. They they ended the season on a couple of game winning streak. Everything just kind of broke their way. Apparently, the answer to all of this was more Austin Reeves. If, the, the more Austin Reeves minutes, the better the Lakers' fortunes came. The last thing I thought you would say to describe the Lakers today was they got hot. Yeah, they did. Two in a row. It hadn't happened since Damn January. Damn right they did. Right? You win two in a row early in January, and then you cap it off with a couple in a row in the middle of April. That's how That's how you do it. It's how you make that playoff run along the way. It was it was the perfect ending to the the, the most imperfect season ever. Just a, a weird deal where coach walks out to the podium at the last day. They have kind of a fun win. What Malik Monk have forty two something like that. Uh, Austin Reeves has a thirty point triple double. Just a bizarre sixteen game. rebounds. Yeah, just yep. fun. And then hey, uh, you got fired. Reaction. It was a very weird moment. And then his this was his reaction. And I guess what's your reaction to, to hearing that? And I'm going to enjoy tonight's game, celebrate what these young guys did in terms of uh, scratching, scratching the claw and getting, getting back in this game and getting a W. And, uh, you know, we'll deal with tomorrow tomorrow. That was after a I don't know blank. I haven't, yep. heard, I haven't heard blank. I'm just going to enjoy this. Just uh, enjoy the offseason, everybody. <laughs> kind of a abrupt ending to everything. All right, so we get ready to start the post right as the game ends. 
And I tell Funch, I'm like, wait a minute, am I reading this right? Is Woj sending out a tweet already? The game just, the buzzer just went off. Is Woj sending out a, a tweet saying that, you know, obviously Frank Vogel will be expected to be fired on Monday, this and that, just kind of going on with it. It did make for a very awkward, even today, this morning, LeBron's exit interview, he was asked about it. Sam Amick asked him about it. And Bron's response was, hey, I don't have, you got it right there? I do. You want to play it? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I don't want to speak about, you know, what's been talked about and things of that nature because I don't never get involved in those things. But I respect uh, Frank as a coach, you know, as a man in our in our partnership that we've had over a few years here has been nothing but uh, just candid, great conversations. And uh, this guy who gives everything to the game, uh, prepared us um, every single night along with his coaching staff as well. You know, I give those guys a lot of credit too. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, with Frank and being here. But, you know, I got nothing but respect for him. So, and he mentioned, too, that he has not been officially told that Vogel, look, I I think everybody understands what's going to happen. And this isn't a surprise or a shock. I guess the question is, um, if you're upset the way it all went down over the last 12 hours, you can, you know, you could certainly have your opinion on that. But you had said something to me during the season. I'm not surprised that we're sitting here and Coach Vogel will at some point officially be let go of the Los Angeles Lakers, what they do from here. Yep. Do you remember when Lakers... They had a blowout loss against the Denver Nuggets, I want to say by like 37. And then, they you know, were going it was, on a road trip after that, right? They were going on a road trip, yeah. and it was kind of followed by some other blowouts. And you said, hey. I didn't think he'd come home from the trip. You said, this is how you get. It, yeah. It's not that you're losing. It's, did your team give up on you? And there were different, you know, certain points during the season where that, that was in question. But I, I don't think Coach Vogel not being a part of the Lakers moving forward is no surprise or shock to me. Um, that's the first domino to fall on a team that was expected to go make a championship run, and Coach Vogel's the first one to get the finger pointed well, at. Well, it, it is, but he, look, it wasn't his fault. He, he, I mean, maybe he could do a better job. This was a doomed mission from the jump. The, the, there is a lot of blame to go around, but I don't think a ton of it lands on his plate. Did, did, did he lose them for periods of time? Did they not play hard for periods of time? Yes, they did. And, and that, that is ultimately his responsibility is to get guys to play hard. But the fact of the matter is, he was given a bad hand of cards to try to play, right? If somebody's giving you a nine high and you're, you're forced of going out there and trying to win hands of poker, you're, you're not going to win, right? Maybe you can play the hands a little bit better than you can some other times, but it was a bad hand. And, of course, he's the one that pays the price. But the fact of the matter is this. Whoever they hire is going to have to deal with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook being back on this team more than more likely than not. That those three guys are going to be back is more likely than not. That's sucking up about $130 million of their cap space. They don't have any picks. There's not a lot of free agency uh, maneuverability that they have. They're going to have to try to figure out a new coach and a new list of guys, roster spots, for through the end of the bench to try to redo this again. I don't think any of that has anything to do with Frank Vogel. He I get it. He, Frank Vogel woke up this morning understanding I'm an NBA coach, and when you have a bad season, the coach gets fired in the NBA. That's the way that life works in that league. He understands it. That's why they make a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera. But I guarantee you they're not, okay, we're on the road to recovery. No, you're not. The problem that led to his firing still exists. The guys that put this team together still are there. You got you got the exact same problems today that you did before yesterday when you let Frank Vogel go. It hasn't changed a thing. So I, I, I'll get past that in just a second, the Vogel piece of it. Do you agree that 
you couldn't have woke up this morning and said, you know what? We made, as a front office, we made poor decisions that did not work out this past summer. We went out and got Russell Westbrook. Obviously, that wasn't a good fit. We went out and got all these different free agents on one-year deals. A lot of them were 35, 36, 37 years old. That didn't work out as planned. You agree that just rolling the ball back out with Coach Vogel was probably not something that you can do again. No, you agree with not. that or no? No, I, but, the, but the point is you basically have started over, but you've, you've started the first piece. It's just one of the – it's number nine on the priority list. The problem is you don't have very many good players anymore. The problem is the, the good players you do have are either very, very old or very, very injury-prone or very, very expensive and don't fit well together. And the person responsible for – rebuilding this thing puts together a new team every year and really you know has had one success three teams that have not looked very good this is a problem all of the all of the people that were responsible for putting this together are still there (laughs) that 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 frank vogel you could bring in greg popovich or phil jackson or pat riley or whoever you think the best coach of the of, of their generation is they can't make this team win so i think we both agree then that all right vogel um should not get if you're looking at this and saying, you know what, the Lakers are 33 and He's 49. He's probably so relieved to be out of this thing right now. But, but Trav, let me explain. So they're 33 and 49. Nobody's sitting back and saying, well, if you get a new head coach, all of this would have changed. I think we all agree with that. But at the same time, I'm sure that we agree that making a coaching change, I'm not opposed to. No. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. Now, with that being said, Okay, well, where does the finger start getting pointed at? Because now it's it's never going to be more clear coming up to this summer. Rob Palenka's job, as far as what he does this summer, if the Lakers were, uh, if they were part of the stock market after they won the championship, which direction has that stock gone over the last couple of years? It is just in a, you want to call it a, a free fall, a downward spiral, however you want to call it. Every move made now, there is no pointing the finger. Okay, well, uh, Vogel, he's got to go. You basically use Vogel and Russell Westbrook all season long as your, well, this one's on Vogel and that one's on Russell Westbrook. We'll see what they end up doing with Russ. I think the highlight that comes this summer is what does Palenka do? How does he – he is responsible for where the Lakers back? are sitting why, today. Why, this is the part I don't get. Like, why, why is he just automatically going to be the guy that comes back and puts it back together? You put this together. He, he he was the one that they had a pretty good – they had a championship team yep. that fit pretty well together. And I understand you can't bring everybody back every year, but you decided to reshape, and then you decided to reshape again. You keep reshaping, and two of the reshapings have been disastrous. And we're going to let him reshape it a third time? Why? This is probably the only answer I have for you. Doesn't it seem like front office GMs, presidents of basketball, president of basketball operations, don't they have a longer leash than a head coach? Typically. And, and and I'm not telling you that that's okay, but it just seems like they they will typically have a longer leash than a head coach. What what you just referenced there about well, why does he get a free pass? I don't think he gets a free pass. I think you're looking at this upcoming summer. Listen, you can win a championship. The Golden State Warriors have won championships in the past. You know what they still are today? Competing. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix Suns got to an NBA Finals last year. You know what they're doing today? competing the Milwaukee Bucks the Toronto Raptors go look at the Toronto Raptors look at how many different players they have and they're a fifth seed or a sixth seed right now in the Eastern Conference what what makes this Lakers team so unique is you won a chip a year and a half ago and now you're a lottery team and oh by the way you don't actually have those lottery picks right right well that there you go it's not just and 
the, the championship, it's a, it's a real championship, but I, I really think we need to kind of look at that as the weird thing that happened as opposed to that they were on to something. Because every other season has been like every other season, right? The season before that, the season after that, and the season that we just finished were all kind of the same. They all ended with either missing the playoffs or out very early. That The one that, that worked can't be, well, see, this one worked. Yeah, I get it, but why are we thinking that's the norm and not the exception of the rule that the three terrible ones aren't the more normal product of his vision? Because we've done, we've done it four times. Three of them have been a bust. Why, why, why is the one that worked the one? Well, you put this one together. Yeah, but the other three were terrible. So he, he and, and this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep leaning back on this. What you do this summer, if you're Rob Palenka, is going to tell a lot about your franchise for the future. And whether you have zero confidence in that or not, we're going to find out in the next couple of months. It's not like it's going to take very long. What coach you bring in is going to tell you that they're building still just in the short term or they're building something long term. Um, what they end up doing with a Russell Westbrook contract, if they're able to move it or they stretch it, all these different things that they do, learning from some of the mistakes that they made, a lot of these questions are going to be answered in the next couple of months. And I'm with you that it's tough to sit here today and say, well, you're one move away. No. You got to the, you got to the, away. you got to the second round of the playoffs or the Western Conference Finals, and you just got to fix this. No. I don't know where to start if you're the Lakers. They're years away, and that's why they need to start building the years quickly because this idea that they'll flip it in the next year, it, I, just, I just don't see where it's going to go. What I did like best about Friday is that there was a live Ask Lee, that an in-person Ask Lee, that we had a, a Francis in person, somebody offered me their shirt to trade for a shirt that I didn't have on. That was kind of an unusual moment. They wanted to change shirts with me, Al, only they wanted a shirt that I wasn't wearing that day. That was different. Yeah, I mean, as long as they just stick with shirts, you know, last thing I want to see is, bro, love those shoes. Um, <laughs> Depends. I, I'm wanna, kind of over the ones Did they I want to exchange on. jerseys like they do at the end of games no, or something? No, so, so I, I want to say his name was Gilbert. I think it was Gilbert. And Gilbert said he had this uh, this Dodger, like uh, kind of like a Hawaiian shirt, but it was Dodger yeah. themed. Oh, it was nice. Had, it was. It was fine. It was a cool shirt. And he said wanted to trade with me because I had on an ESPN polo. Only I didn't. <laughs> like, I, I didn't have on an ESPN polo. I had on an Ask Slee t-shirt, which I was willing to trade. He goes, no, no, I want the ESPN polo. I'm like, I don't have that. It's not like I have a closet in my car where I can just start pulling things out left and right. I had on my own golf shirt. It was just a blue golf shirt. Then I swapped it out for my Ask Sleeve Fit because I wanted to do that. Uh, for the show, but he wanted to swap with something I didn't even have. It would have been cooler if he just wanted to exchange jerseys like they do at the end of games, just because he loves you so right much. That. Yeah, I right. Been all right with that. I wanted to trade. I just I didn't have what he had. Gilbert, he had a polo. It's <laughs> not you true. Three polos by the trunk. It's not true at all. What are you doing? I'm just telling people what happens behind the scenes. No, you don't have see. Polo. No that, polo. I like it. I like that you have decided to just go full lies. Like, just one afternoon with Mason, <laughs> and you have decided that you're just going to tell lies on the radio Wasn't every day. Gilbert on the jury, too? Gilbert was a jury member. Yes, you're he right. He was for Slee, right? See this, bro? Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that if I were you. I'd just keep that to yourself. Because once you've uh, acknowledged that, you can't say. Oh, is that, that how that works? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Gosh, damn Yeah, you don't want to keep that one to yourself. All right, so. Winning time last night. Uh, Al, I have a lot of questions about the latest issue, or I should say episode of, of Winning I already, Time. You already seem frustrated about I something. Am. I am. I am deeply I frustrated with the, the turn that this show is taking, and I'm hoping you can walk me through it. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
still a little frustrated by the whole way that the uh, trial went down, if I'm being 100% honest. There, there were some components to that that I feel like were mismanaged. Um, I feel like that there were some opportunities that were left on, on the table, and we're going to have to readdress them moving forward. How did you feel about it? I agree. Yeah? Yeah, I agree. Is there something that jumps to mind? Because I, I have a big one. You should have been a witness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I was just kind of sitting there waiting for Can my, I tell you my something time funny? to walk to the stand, and it never happened. Can I tell you it something never funny? happened. You know what I thought it was, structurally? And they were telling me, I think we were on air, and Clinton was saying witnesses or whatever he was saying. If, if it were up to you and John, it'd still be going. I know. I know, bro. We went too long. I know. I know. I look back at it to him like, Slee, you going to shut up or are you going to keep talking, huh? Are you going to shut up anytime soon now? Uh-huh. Um, I didn't. I guess I just, I thought he was going to make his case. I was going to make my case. I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking from a witness perspective. Uh, I just, yeah. Felt like I was underutilized. 100% you were underutilized. You yeah. know what you were? You know you were a good arm waiting in the yes. bullpen. Yes. You and were a solid arm in. waiting on the bullpen, and there was two on, and you haven't pitched in three, four days. I never even got my and jacket off. Time, and every time <laughs> that you've pitched, you've delivered. I, yeah. I underutilize an incredible tool. I was using – I was trying to use uh, – I was trying to use – my four iron instead of taking that driver out. <laughs> I don't and just sending that ball down. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting strategic decision on your behalf. I, I still I thought obviously, obviously not much strategy. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. You had your opening segment was pretty strong. Your opening uh, remarks to the jury were very very thing, good. I think my favorite thing was just pacing and holding a microphone. It was your body language too. Like your body language was very law and ordery. Like you, you were you were kind of pacing. You were looking at the jury at the right point. You would oh, look I at, at, at uh, Ireland at the right point. I should have done you such it, a better job. You had it lined up. Your your yeah. opening was very very strong. See, was, like, can I say something? I, I can't believe that you asked Singer to be a witness. That that, well, that wasn't was a, bad. It wasn't it wasn't a witness. This was my thought process on that, and it failed miserably. Yeah, because <laughs> he's go he's he ride or dies with Mason Ireland all the time, man. I thought, and I had I literally called him like eight thirty that morning. I'm Mike Singer. I got a question for you. Uh, here's what's going on. Here's the situation. He was blind. I thought it would be, hey, everybody knows how much Singer knows Mason in Ireland for so many years. But I know Singer, too. It's not like I know him as, as strong. But if Singer were to say, hey, you know what? I stand with Sliwa. I'm like, look, Singer's with me. And these are two guys that know it just failed. That part, and that I'm portion just failed. Sitting there watching, waiting for the call. Like you're okay, right. He's, he's going to bring me in right here. Nope. You're right. No, no. He's going to bring me in after this. Been good if he was a surprise witness. Nope. He's going to bring me in after Ireland brings Mason in. Nope. He's going to bring me in to close the show. Nope. I thought I should have. Def- I definitely should have done a better job on the witness stuff. I didn't. I wasn't even thinking witnesses. I was. Well, just obviously thinking- you were. You brought in Singer. But he was not a witness. It was a, I stand with Sliwa. That was the thought process. It's a character witness, if nothing character. else, right? Maybe yeah, not a, a witness for the prosecution, but a character witness along the way. It was, it was a great start to what turned out to be a great weekend right up until about 9 o'clock last night. Where is he? Oh, the, okay, pull him up. Uh, Judge Yates is, is weighing in right now. Um, Judge, were you surprised at my absence during the festivities the, the same way that I was? Yeah, I thought it was a bad strategical play, yeah. Lee, which, yeah. was, which was not, which was surprising because here's the issue: it wasn't just that who you went to or even what they said; it was that you went outside of the room, whereas everything yeah. else in the room was giving more energy and was keeping people pumped.
Once you mm. went to the phone, it didn't have the same effect as Travis sitting right there. That was the misplay. Yeah, and yeah. Singer was on a speaking spell. I don't know. I, will, I don't I know what that it. phone was, but that was uh, that was not the the latest from Apple. I can tell you that it was a forty dollar phone that you get rid of at the end of the month. That's it was, was. Seven Eleven behind the counter. I'll yep. take that one with fifty minutes on it and keep it moving. Well, Yates, even through all that, Yates still uh, Yates still stood with me. But uh, I definitely had some strategical errors there, and you know, I own up to it. I own up to it. Has it made you consider going to law school, Judge? <laughs> no, it is not. I will be, as per usual, I will be saying as far away from all law enforcement intermediary people as possible. That's how I live my judging life. But, yes, yes last thing I'll say quickly, flee, play to the crowd. It's always a better strategy yeah. than playing to the people in the Chiefs. Team, so. yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thank you, Your Honor. Right, yeah, later. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah I, I just – and look, I thought that we were going to go get those guys, and I, I was just right. chomping at the bit. Versus wrong, I should have brought you in. Yeah, yeah, I should have brought you in. Right and right lost. Like I, we knew you were right. This is this was my whole fear the entire mm-hmm. time. Like I know mm-hmm. you're right, but we're not mm-hmm. here for right and wrong. We're here to win. We're here Gotta to be walk out of here you. with our hands held high. Gotta be honest with you. I think I won the week. <laughs> um. Yeah. Kind of kind of dominated the airways for a week. <laughs> you don't know that. Yes, by that metric you were the heavyweight. You were Mike Tyson in was, 1988. You were taking out everybody. Unintentional. That was just uh hey, let's just go with the flow and we went with the flow. So, great weekend. We get started on on Friday with the event. Went really really well. Uh went and had a great dinner with my wife on Friday night. The martini was just perfect. It was just it was exact. I'd been looking forward to it all day. Got it just perfect. Saturday Went and did a little shopping with my wife. We had a nice okay. lunch, looking at the beach, uh, having a couple of margaritas. Did just, you go back and watch the Laker Thunder game from Friday it. night? Not because one it was second. a win. You saw it on Saturday because Spectrum was going to replay it. Not one second, nor did okay. I see one second of yesterday's game. Because once the season is over to me, it is over. It's over. So, played a little golf yesterday morning. Was played early. Got home. Got to watch more or less the entire round of the Masters. Okay? Great day for Travis. Live a couple of nice meals out, round of golf, get to watch the Masters, get to celebrate all of that, and then winning time. And just uh, just the most unsatisfying episode of the series so far. Very dry, very little going on in that, and just what was an A weekend, Got a, I just stubbed the toe at the finish line. Very disappointing. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't that. It was – here's what's happened in my opinion. I think they came out with a bang. Yep. Winning no time question. was right out the gate. You felt like this is the greatest roller coaster that I've ever been on. It was the best roller coaster, arguably, in the amusement park. And now you went to the second roller coaster, and you're like, uh, "Hey, that one was pretty good too." And there was a third roller coaster. You keep thinking about the first one. You're like, I, "I don't. That first one was so good. Did I did I eat the best meal? And now every dish that they're bringing out is just not as good." Um, I think it will come back. I think we'll eventually find a little turnaround here. But I'm with you that it's not as – last night was the worst of the yeah. – what is it, five episodes in? Uh, five or six, yeah. It, like it, that. It's, yeah. it was dry. It was about Paul Westhead being a, a pretty good friend. But let's get back to the basketball. Let's get back to Magic. Let's get back to Jerry Buss. Because here's the problem with the show as I see it right now. You ready? This is my uh, TV Critic 101. Yep. What what are we doing? Are we trying to tell this story of the Lakers in the early 1980s? Are we trying to entertain people, right? Are we are we trying to put together a show with 
Jerry Buss and Magic Johnson and Zastro that has and, and Jerry West crying in his tidy whities on the floor. Just so you know, Zastro's been in one episode. <laughs> not from as far as I. Not, it's not how I remember it. The way the way you have described him is as if he's Look, the he, Jerry West on the he, show. He's the second most important character in the series behind Magic. Maybe third. We'll give Doctor Buss top billing. So he he's I think he's been in every scene and the, the version that I'm watching I'm inserting him in my mind's eye, but are we telling the story of Jerry West and his tidy whities crying, or are we trying to tell the history of the NBA in the early 1980s? Let's get to the crazy stuff. I, I know the story. It's the story. He's 40 years old. Let's keep it moving. Let's go to the wild stuff. I do not need Paul Westhead trying to figure out whether or not they should go big against Kenny Thompson. I don't care. You know, I I, I really don't care if they went big against him or not. Well, it's a fair question. Okay, I have, I have a quick question for you because I think you threw me off on, I think it was Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Did you say you watch Better Call Saul? Uh, I've watched the ones that they put up on Netflix. So it's okay. probably it's last season that I'm getting caught up on. Okay. Because last week, that was not the details that you put out there. You what said did I that. Put out there? You remember you were telling Emily you were like you're halfway through the season of the new season on Netflix, which is not the new season. It's the new one that dropped on Netflix. The new season is on AMC, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm telling my girl on Saturday. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Travis is halfway through. I may have misled you on that. <laughs> listen, I may have misspoken. Listen, listen how funny this is. She's like, okay. And then I'm looking. You know, I'm. We download AMC Plus. <laughs> AMC Plus is six ninety nine or eight ninety nine a month. And I'm like, it's supposed to be on here. She's Where like, is it? she's like, it's not on there. I'm like, yes, it is. Travis said. I kept saying Travis said until we finally figured it out. I think it comes out a week from today. I, I think the answer is Travis was wrong, and I'm never going to listen to another thing that that guy says. Never never trust me when it comes to things that where they are and whether it's new or old because I'm usually a good year or two behind on all of this stuff. Your, your confidence level on it, I was so sold. Hey. I'm, like, I'm like, listen. Lady Slee, I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but when Travis says this thing is out, Thank it's you. freaking out. That's and right. The next thing you know, I have AMC Plus. I have I have everything. I have a new account login, <laughs> and then Paramount. it's still not on there. You've got everything. It's got to be here somewhere. Download another app. Give me Fubu or give Fubo or whatever it is. And Fubu. Yep, uh, the uh, there's like a, get- a video one or Voodoo or something. There's a lot of them out there. Just get them all, Slee. It's it's on one of those. And uh, just you know, just keep giving them your credit card. Everything will be that. fine. I love that it was Fubu. <laughs> what is it called? The Fubo? clothing line. There's one called Fubo. Fubo, I think, is what it is. I, I don't know. know what it is. There's a lot of streaming services out there. Fubu was closed. Yes, like in 1993. I think that's what that is. Fubu. Fubu. Yeah, watch it on Fubu. Slee. That's where it is. I said so. I said it on the radio. It has to be true. Ask Slee. Coming up next, it's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, Slee, you know how we do it. We get them on Twitter, at Travis Rogers. You can send them along. You can call as well, 877-710-3776 is the phone number. One more time, 877-710-ESPN. Where do you want to go first, my friend? MySpace. (laughs) All right, we go to MySpace, and it reads. (laughs) How great would it have been if I had a a MySpace? You had had four of them there, (laughs) four of them on MySpace, guys that only use MySpace. Uh, Let's go to the uh, the funds. All right, let's go to Gardena and Manuel. Manuel, hashtag Ask Slee. Hey, fellas, I'm sorry I couldn't make it uh, on uh, Friday. I I hear it was hotter than the surface of the sun out there. It was hot. But uh, you guys put on one hell of a show. Agreed. Excellent work. Hey, I think um, Slee got hosed. I think he won the thing. Obviously. And I need, no matter what, I need more John Ireland, uh, Sliwa as John Ireland, with the hand <laughs> gestures and everything. That's the best. All right, so real quick, uh, the Ask Slee, I got a little double prong. Who is held in higher esteem by Travis Rogers, Slee, Tommy Lasorda, Mike Sosha, or Zastro? And then also... <laughs> What is your go-to stadium concession? Ask Slee. <laughs> um, Tommy Lasorda is second. Sosha is third. Zastro is... We've been doing a show now for over a year. Yep. You've mentioned Zastro more in the last four weeks than you've mentioned LeBron James. Well, he's more important. You've mentioned Zastro more than Sean McVay. More important. You've mes- mentioned Zastro more than Kershaw. <laughs> I, I don't know of what athlete is out there that you hold a higher regard to than what Zastro has been as far as an inspiration in your life. Zastro is very important to my TV viewing. I, mm-hmm. I, they, they, I need come yep. Sunday night. I want to put a nice little button on the weekend, nice little bow, cherry on top of the Sunday. However you want to describe it, I need that to be something that kind of launches the week off in the right direction. And Zastro is the only man for the job. Zastro knows how to get that done, and he wasn't in the show last night. And I'm disappointed. I'm just I'm all disappointed. right. As far as concession food, yeah. You know what my go-to is? I just always, I always get it. I always end up with a hot dog. Yeah, sure. Just always end up with a hot. I, I don't even know what the occasion is. I just a hot dog just ends up in my hands because they're delicious. Do you know what used to be down in the uh, down in the days where uh, Qualcomm used to exist? Sure. Bro, they killed it with the garlic fries. And I know that. I know. I get it. This is not a hey very. You know, you're just sitting at your seat at an NFL game, and you just have a... Crushing garlic fries. <laughs> I know. I'm not telling you it's a good look. I'm not telling you that I'm proud of it. But, damn, were those garlic fries freaking good. They're, they're really good. But the problem is now everything you eat for the next two days tastes like garlic fries. Yes. It's, they're, I was they're, prepared They're very good, but they're, they're super aggressive. The dude next to me in a Ladanian Tomlinson jersey was like, what are you doing? I'm like, just let me finish my garlic fries, <laughs> well, bro. He had garlic fries, too, I know, even though he didn't touch him. I know it's third and six <laughs> in the second quarter, and it's 104 degrees out here, but let me just enjoy my garlic fries. 
Okay, it is it is official. Uh, hashtag Ask Slee. Frank Vogel mm. is no longer the coach of the L.A. Lakers. We'll go back to that in, in just a second. Let's go to uh, Calvin Chang, who writes, Now that the Lakers season is over, how will you spend your evenings? Hashtag Ask Slee. Good question, okay. Calvin. I got to be honest with you. Lakers have demiscoached. Sources tell Ramona Shelburne. Okay. Got to be honest with you. I'm not sure yet. Do you know when you just want to – let me just get to the finish line. Let, let me use today as an example, Okay. Today, people may think, hey, all right, today's a kind of a quick day. We just do our show. It's not done today. You got the exit interviews. You got Lakers talk tonight. I'm not sure yet what I'm going to do with my evenings. I just know that I'm incredibly excited that the days are long. You can do whatever the hell you want after 1 o'clock. And a week from today, you know what also ends? This whole no booze thing, no liquor. Oh, yeah, that. you've got to get through one more week and you can, that leap comes and to a wrap. unleash it. Me and the Buccaneer at 2.30 in the, all of June. When does does it have yep. to go like 12.01 on Sunday for Easter to start for you to be able to hit the gas? When does when does Lent end? Actually, technically, Sunday after after you go to Mass on Sunday, okay. it's basically free reign. Okay. So the moment I'm going to have a flask in my car. <laughs> and, and, and garlic fries. <laughs> a flask of bourbon and a flat of garlic fries. Sounds good, actually. I, I'm going to be leaving St. Peter's Catholic Church and Slew has a flask. All right, I'm just kidding. All right, next one. Nick Simmons writes, can Slee drive stick? Hashtag ask Slee. I cannot. Really? Yeah, I cannot. I've never had never had a car where I needed to. And in the Sliwa household growing up, let's just say everything was automatic and that's all we knew. Okay, I'm going to take a, a stab in the dark here, guys. I'm going to say, Funch, you can drive a stick. I'm going to say Funch just can't. See where you're right. I can drive a stick. I cannot. I, I'm going to say Taylor a, can. 100% Taylor can. I would be shocked if yeah. you can't. I drive a stick right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right now your truck is a stick? Yep, it's great in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> I'm sure that's wonderful. I'm sure that's super fun having to <laughs> the clutch and the yep. gas the whole time. Yeah, no, I can do it. I I think I think my generation is the last one where you kind of had to learn how to do it because maybe not half the cars, but a good chunk of them had manual transmission. So if you and I are stuck and I'm knocked unconscious and the only vehicle to get us out is a yep. manual transmission sure. tractor, we're just going to die in the desert. Nope. Call me. Put in neutral. <laughs> and push it? Yep. It's a long way to go. You're just going to have to get out of the car. Can you ride a motorcycle? I won't be able to uh, to push from there. No. <laughs> I've never I've never rode a motorcycle. Have you? Uh, I have. I'm not very good at it. But, uh, yes, I, I could. In, in that so, scenario, right now, right now, we, pull up, we yes. pull up to Buccaneer. Uh-huh. 230. I could steal a motorcycle, yes, if that's your question. <laughs> 100%, you backing it out, you're going to hit three other motorcycles and a parked Prius. <laughs> well, that's a different Prius question. <laughs> and a parked Prius, okay? And then you're going to fall over, and the bike's going to fall on your leg, and everybody's going to walk out of the Buccaneer and help you up and say, what are you doing? You say, I have no idea. Sliwa challenged me. <laughs> he challenged me to try to ride a Buccaneer motorcycle along the way. Let's try another quick call. Francis in Glendale. What's up, party people? Hey, party people. I have a couple Laker-related hashtag-ass sleeves. You don't say. First one is, will the Lakers renew Kendrick Nunn's courtside season tickets for next year? Ouch. Ouch. And does Frank Vogel look like his key card to the El Segundo facility was deactivated before his exit meeting? It's <laughs> tough. That hits a little close to home there, Francis. Yeah, those, were, those were two unnecessary calls there from Francis and Glendale. Not much of a party here, Francis. No. Uh, look, having been fired and having gone out of the building and not having the arm go up when you use your parking card, not a great day. 
I've been there. Uh, yeah, my card didn't work. Well, why? Because I just got fired. Oh, sorry. Let me open that for you. Do you ever have I've one of those? Do you ever have one of those where you're just standing outside and your fob's not working? You know, you just oh, it goes keep through your mind. It. <laughs> it goes through your mind. Or and it even makes the noise, but the red doesn't turn to green. It just stays red. Yeah, they just forgot and I'm to like, tell oh, me. Oh, this is uh, this should be good. It's kind of how the Lakers did Vogel. <laughs> just that everybody knew he was one of the last guys to know. One last one. Good contributor, Jason Levine. Does Cody Bellinger have any thoughts on the Lakers season? What the hell just happened? We went thirty-three and forty-nine. Yes. Is Russ on this team? He was. Where's Coach? No, they don't have one anymore. Why do you go to Expedia.com? I don't. I don't think I have another one after that. <laughs> you're, you're done with Expedia. Uh, look, Cody Bellinger didn't know what was going on. Neither did anyone else. Frank Vogel is down the road. Yep. He is no longer the coach of the Lakers. Who is next and what difference is it going to make? That's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.